any Onyx shows at your place of work these days? No. That's too bad. I don't think they've uh, been recording together for maybe like 12, 20 years now. It's been quite a while since they've put anything new out. Well, it's time for a comeback, I would think. Dude, I've, I've been dying for an Onyx comeback. As we all have. Yeah. They came back pretty hard in this book. They, I mean, they went to the future <laughs> yeah. in this one. The future year of 1999. Oh, when was this written? 95. Should we just start the show? So, <laughs> so going forward from now on, all of our episode titles are going to be Onyx, Verbiaged, uh, Swear Words, so that we can fit them in there without them getting censored in iTunes. Because that way, also, when you iTunes search for uh, anything bionics like back to fuck up the record, you'll only the only results you're gonna get are like the two albums, the song, and then like our podcast episode. So this way, we'll we'll oh. steal some Onyx fans, hopefully. Shit, yeah, you're right. That's a good idea because you have to spell like this book. Let's just start the thing. I'm ready to get this boat setting sail for adventure. Because I I think we're just going to talk about this book now. All aboard then. Yep. Kick it. Play us in. Oh, fuck you. Welcome to Jurassic. Oh. <laughs> I have to <laughs> wait. I've, I got to play the sound. Just pretend I played the sound. The fucking app crashed. Okay. I mean, in, in my head, you've been playing it this whole time. Nonstop. All right. <laughs> Welcome to Giraffes at Black Tongues Comics. I'm your host, Dave. And I'm Donnie. This week, we're going to talk about Onyx Fight. We're going to talk about Duke Nukem Forever and Beast Wars, Deep Metal, and probably other episodes, too, because I'm sure you watched ahead like I did. So Onyx Fight, let's talk more about this. Featuring Blade by Marvel Comics. It's amazing. The best Blade comic book ever. I think we both agreed on that. If you've ever wanted to see Blade say the N-word, this is your book. <laughs> We've all wanted this for so long. Yeah, you're mentioning the goofy spellings. This book is difficult to read because of how, like, they spell everything in Ebonics. Well, no, no, like, Onyx has done this on their albums, like, their entire career. Like, Back to Fuck Up is one of their album titles, and it's also a song on that album. Uh, I have two different notes about that. Like, uh, let's see, the first note when they first use it. Oh, they worked my favorite Onyx album title into the book when getting into it with the, uh, I'm not going to say the whole Onyx verbiage they use, the Bouncer Fellas. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the bouncer, the one bouncer tells them that since their equipment is trashed, they have to leave and they start pushing them out the venue. And then Sticky Blade. He uh, responds to get the guy, he goes, back to fuck up. And he says it exactly how the album is titled. And then I also wrote it, normally in the song, that would be followed by a, the Onyx is here. And then three notes later here, when they're mounting up to go uh, rescue their lady friends, they actually do the actual hook to the song, back to fuck up. Uh, move back, motherfuckers, from Sonny. And then the Onyx is here from Fredro. And then back to fuck up from Sticky again. 
perfect. I fucking love this. They do say back to fuck up a lot of times in this book. Well, I mean, because in fairness, there is back to fuck up the first album, and then there is back to fuck up part two, the second album. (laughs) It's (laughs) wow. That's okay. (laughs) They're they're milking that for all they can. Yeah. Like, we really got a winner with this back the fuck up name. We got to say it as many times as possible. Need part oh, three coming out soon. Like, uh, what other, I've read on a couple of the other examples, the uh, Bounty Hunters, spelled uh, B-O-U-N-E-E-H-U-N-N-E-R-Z. Uh, break the fuck out. Uh, any, any, get the fuck out the way. Like, any with anything with fuck in it. They would throw that in there and just put F-U-C mixed in with whatever run-on sentence they were trying to form one word out of. So maybe iTunes won't catch the F-U-C is what you're saying? That makes sense. As long as there's no spaces in between the word, I think. is Because back to fuck up, I just searched on iTunes. Yeah. It is on there uncensored. Okay. No problems. Nice. All right. Maybe I should try that then. So you absolutely need to try right. this episode well, that. that's what we'll try it then we're gonna we're gonna just this is back to fuck up part three we're continuing we'll onyxes dude fuck yeah <laughs> carrying on the legacy yeah oh uh, yeah sticky would approve i think i think he would yeah he's a big marvel guy he's a yeah he's a big marvel comic fan he's a big fan of ours yeah allegedly right based on it's very allegedly made up stories i'm just <laughs> creating but yeah i mean that's good enough for me yeah. Also, though, when so you mentioned Onyx at their concert, how they get kicked out because their equipment gets fucked up. There's like some fat guy who spills like purple drink on the DJ board. No, no. Or, or is, mixing board. This is a decade before purple drink was in existence. It was, it was a purple a liquid. Slurpee. It was a fucking Slurpee. Okay. Slurpees existed in 1996. The future yeah, state. It's an amazing time. They get kicked out. Like, are they bringing all the audio mixing boards? I wouldn't imagine that they're like, that's probably in house that's using that, right? Yeah. So, like, like, why would, what the, how the fuck are the people after that? How are their girlfriends going to play? Their girlfriends who are there opening up for, for some reason. How, how the fuck yeah, are they going to have I'm a super concert? confused by this because the house should have their own equipment board of its own. And then occasionally, like, bands will bring in their own shit as well for yeah. just like additional, like, mixes for like if there's extra instruments and like a normal setup or whatever they need but like it, i would think that would be the house's music board if that's the only one that got trashed so like i don't understand how anyone else could perform later no i don't either that part made no sense okay from a logistical standpoint right yeah and then they have these girlfriends that are kind of secondary characters that are following them around in this weird story but uh, the one girlfriend is definitely looks looks white, but she says the N word. Is that like cool for like white women to say the N word? Uh, you're asking the wrong person. On yeah. That one. All right. <laughs> you you would know, right? Hmm? I mean, <laughs> our resident N word expert over here. I well, like I feel like I've seen that before, though. How it seems to be like okay if like a white woman does it as long as she like grew up in the poor part of town or like fat Joe saying it is weird too. That's another exception. So it's like that. I'm not, I'm not going to speak on any of this (laughs) shit. I'm not the person to be asking 
about the correctness of uh, when it's usable and by who. When is it politically correct for to use the I'm, the, I'm not the person who can give permission. <laughs> They're wild yeah, times. Cy- Cypress Hill. Cypress Hill does it in like every oh, single yeah, song. Oh yeah, yeah. They seem all white. the Latin American like all the Latin American rappers for whatever reason. They bust it out constantly. Yeah, but it's like they're like an eighth Latin American and they still bust it out. So like it's like the one drop rule. All right. Moving on from that, though, the other gang that doesn't like sticky or uh, not the gang that doesn't like Onyx are called the bitch ass bootleggers. And I think that's a weird name for a gang. Why would you call yourself the bitch ass bootleggers? Or is that like. I, I believe that's probably Onyx's name for them. That would be my guess. That's editorializing the name, I guess. Okay. They just said it like more than once. Like you did, they didn't just say bootleg as they just said bitch as boot the whole thing every time. So it made me think it was a proper noun. I mean, maybe it's like a, it's like what a big dude calls himself tiny. It's kind of like yeah. that. Like they're so fucking tough. They're cool calling themselves like pussies and shit because yeah, they know they can back it up and stomp your head in for calling them that. You mean they know they can back the fuck up? Back it the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. Back <laughs> it the fuck up. Got to say it right here. Part three. I don't think that's that's not the proper context. I think it back no. the fuck up, like get away, back up. <laughs> Go away. I'm scared. Yeah. I don't like confrontation. Yeah. Get away from me. I'm going to go hide. <laughs> I mean, later on, they do say retreat. I don't even know what that word means. No, they don't know that what that means. Probably because it, was, it wasn't like retreat the fuck back or retreat the fuck out. Well, they, they just use back to fuck up instead of retreat. That's They're like, true. Oh, they, all right, they, these, they, zombies, they, these zombies are too that. scary. Back to fuck up, everybody. <laughs> into this tunnel and shave your head. They really make like, they're really glorifying the being bald thing. So like the, the whole thing about this is somehow they, they play whack music, the bitch ass bootleggers, and it turns people with hair into zombies that want to attack bald people. I don't really, I don't really get this, this thing here, but I I don't know why sticky couldn't handle this because I feel like he has the experience to, know how to handle like a zombie situation like can't be that different from vampires right yeah so like three-fourths of the way through this comic book originally it starts out of them just trying to rescue their girls from the bootleggers gang and then like three-fourths of the way through it there's like some weird like transformers decepticons like crash on earth or something and uh this thing just springs out of the core of the earth and like eats the bootlegger that survived and like zombifies him into this uh uh what i didn't know what the word was that they were calling these things the re they kept saying they're remixing the earth by trying to take it over and i guess they were like taking it over to like lame ass like country music loving people or robots or something weird like it this this shit came in like towards the very end of it for some reason just because i think they were like hey we're working with marvel comics we're gonna make a comic let's do some comic booky shit and throw it in there like sci-fi shit that's what we need but, but i don't even think it was country music though i think it was i think what they were saying is it's just like onyx music but it's recorded badly and poorly mixed so that changes you into a zombie <laughs> So it's not even like a totally different type of music. It's just like they're playing our music, but poorly 
No, no, because Onyx music is what saves people from this. No, they're there's they're no good. Way, there's they're, no they're... way they would like let their own music be the like shit that causes people to no, no, no. get fucked over. These bootleggers, they they took they stole their their music, right? They had a microphone at the radio because it's nineteen ninety six, whatever it was, and then and then they shouted, you know, remix over over the song. And then they played that to everybody and it made everybody crazy because of them saying remix. Like when they say they're remixing the world, they're shouting remix because they bootlegged the song and they're changing it up in a way. I think that's what happened. They should have had a CD like fucking um, lights did to like accompany this because I I need to know what this sounds like. I need to know what this whack ass bullshit sounded like. If all the QR codes existed back in 95. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. (laughs) We could... We'll just pack in a CD. Like, what's what's just convert it to MP3s once that becomes a thing. They could have solved this problem. VHS or whatever they do. No, tape, cassette tape. Pack that in to the comic. So uh, one of those bootleggers, his name was Buttcrust. I've not heard that insult ever before. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. And then, like you were saying, uh, they they busted out attack of the bald heads. Plays as <laughs> they shave all the people who are hiding in the underground caves with them's heads. That was fucking awesome. Yeah, that was weird. So I guess you uh, can't. <laughs> just if you have hair, that's like makes you. That's so weird. They really hate people with hair. Like, man, if you have hair, that's fucking whack. Yeah, it doesn't look cool. <laughs> bald heads is where is that where is i wonder that? i wonder if they're just like balding like they they're like one of those guys who start receding at, at like 19 years old and so they shave their head I and mean, just like make it look not cool i mean fred rose says in this i've been i've been bald since 10 so <laughs> perhaps his hairline just receded all the way by the time he was 19 he doesn't even shave it anymore he just doesn't grow it I like when they're mounting up, like when they first like take the job for the bounty hunters. Um, the guy like takes them down to the ammo closet to pick out weapons and shit. And they're like, "Oh, we we've got the this gun and the this gun and this thing, and we got the the frowny face or the sad face. I forget what the fuck, but their little like band logo, the like shittily drawn, frowning smiley face, like the angry face. Well, that's what it is." Hmm. I mean, they should mount a comeback because they would be huge nowadays with like emojis and shit. That's true. Yeah, everyone loves They'd blow emojis. up on Twitter and fucking Snapchat and TikTok and shit. The kids would, the youths would be uh, super into them because they like emojis. And this band has an emoji fucking logo. That's like a match made in heaven right there. Yeah, and like bald head internet guys would love it too because of the bald glorification. So I think that'd be. Yeah, they they'd be a real yeah, winning we, combo. We need we need attack of the bald heads part two. Yeah, that's that's gonna be the song that launches our comeback. Yeah, please. For back to fuck up part three, <laughs> or part four, because we got part three covered for them. I hope we launch Onyx into a new phase of their career. You know, like they they reboot because of this podcast because of back to fuck up part three. Let's hope. You're welcome, guys. Yeah. All right, you got anything else about this? So, the third member of the band, yeah, like he he changes stage names all the time, or he used to. Like I always knew him back when he was still going to High Suave, 
But in this okay. book, he's going by Sonny Cesar, but it's Sonny, S-O-N-E-E. And then, like, the last stage name he's had, which he currently still goes by, is Sonny spelled S-O and then Y. I've never understood why that guy switches names so often when Fredro and Sticky have always stuck with their names. Yeah, I don't know. Um, And then the last note was, I just remember when all of this happened back in the future of 1999. I do like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. So futuristic. People people should never shout out like the year in a song or a book that they're doing because it just dates them so poorly. Yeah, it does. Just say in the Five future. Five years later. In the future, this happened. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, interesting book. It was... Ten stars. Ten out of a thousand or a thousand out of ten, I mean. Right. It was one issue, but like really had a lot to talk about. And so did the so did our next book. Um, I couldn't find reviews on either of these books, so let's just move on to the next thing. So I hope that um, we also reboot Duke Nukem with this episode too. Duke Nukem Wait. and Onyx making a comeback. What you had a lot of notes on this one. I have two on Onyx and on Duke. Oh, on Duke. Oh yeah, I had I had a few notes. So, yeah, well, let's let's hear it. I, that was a great transition, by the way. Bringing back Duke and Onyx. All right, Duke Nukem Forever. I assume this is some sort of pack-in. Duke, for Duke Nukem, Nukem Forever, Forever Part 3, this podcast right here. Yeah, Part part 2, I guess, for this one. Well, wasn't the relaunch game from like 7, 10 years ago, wasn't that one called Duke Nukem Forever? Yeah, that was like 10-ish years ago. Yeah. And okay. they never had so a part. part 2? They never had anything after that, actually. Oh, but okay. yeah, this is Duke Nukem Forever Part 2. You know, I never finished that game because my brother, you know, he was a little kid back then. He decided that Duke Nukem looked cool and started playing it. And then he would do this thing with games. He did this to my Smash Brothers Brawl game as well, where like he has to just go and click every button, like click every menu option until he eventually gets to format data. And then I lose my saves. So he did that to this game to me and I just couldn't. I couldn't bear going through the because I was almost through it and I just I just couldn't stand it. I couldn't go through the whole game again. It's not a great game. You got the special edition and you oh, loaned yeah. it to me. I, I beat this one. I actually Dude, I, I went to I, I was there at midnight on launch day at GameStop and I got that Duke Nukem Sandy. You remember that? Yeah. Where, like you put your yeah. face in there and you're like that the girl that Duke has. Yeah, that thing is awesome. And the Duke Nukem uh, sound box. Yeah, fuck yeah. I got that display case that I turned into a vocal box. Yeah. I love this game, but I never finished it. Those are good times. Um, So I assume this is some sort of pack-in deal. I didn't get it in my special edition copy, so I don't know where it came from, but what'd you think of Duke Nukem Forever comic book? Whereas the Onyx book, I gave a thousand out of a ten or whatever the fuck I gave it. Yeah. It's, it's maybe like a two out of ten like whoa 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 dude what why don't you like that why don't you why don't you like this book i don't know uh it was just three random people telling stories about duke nukem yeah and then the end of the third one an alien attacks and the guy everyone in the strip club thought was duke he reveals himself to be duke and saves the day well yeah 
I, but this has a lot of implications here, how there there are Duke Nukem deniers in this world. They're like, I don't believe in Duke Nukem. Like he's Santa Claus. They're just like, it's like, he doesn't ex- He's not real. I love that. That's funny. And then they're like, no, nah, man, here's a story about Duke. And then they say like a cool story that Duke did where he acts all badass. Instead of he, he fought smart sharks in Hawaii instead of street sharks. Smart sharks are like cybernetic sharks. I put they could easily get their asses kicked by real street sharks. Street sharks are way mm. cooler, way tougher. Street sharks would have murdered Duke. Oh, I don't Since know about street that. Street sharks also fucking smart sharks. Like street sharks would have had a harder time, or um, Duke would have had a harder time with street sharks, but I don't think they would have won. I think in the end, Duke would have won. No. You gotta al- you always bet on Duke. Are you are you quoting Duke Nukem? Yes, I right am. <laughs> <laughs> the Duke Nukem Bible. <laughs> he, he does say that though. In the end, I do like that. How he pays for his drink and doesn't leave a tip because the the guy was being the bartender was howdy being an who asshole. was the uh denier guy yeah he was a duke denier so he doesn't leave a tip and the guy's like what no tip and he's like here's a tip for you <laughs> always bet on duke and then he takes the waitress and bangs her probably in the next panel that wasn't drawn. i want the next duke nukem game to just be him dealing with uh aids or like some hepatitis <laughs> that he caught yeah. from all the implied like sexual adventures he's been going on <laughs> yeah there's um that would be good and this one he makes fun of uh one of the aliens uh for using steroids whereas what i remember from the duke nukem forever game is you you have to find yourself steroids in like every spot you can to juice yourself up yeah yeah so why the fuck are you like why is he shitting on these other guys for trying to be cool like Duke Nukem and take it from him and try to use steroids to like improve their coolness when he's doing it all the time? Like that that seems uncool. Well, like, you know, he's trying to those guys gotta stay in their lane. I think that's one of those deals. What? So like Duke doesn't want another muscle guy saying funny things with so sunglasses. Like, so if he was uh Jose Canseco, he's totally cool with like already monstrously roided out looking dudes taking steroids to hit a bunch of home runs. But if like a, a leadoff hitting speedy center fielder like a Brady Anderson gets super juicy and he hits like 50 home runs in like 95, 96, whatever the fuck it was, he's going to have a problem with Brady Anderson suddenly trying to get himself paid by juicing. Yeah, probably. Fuck you. Then Duke Nukem is the know. villain. Fuck this guy. <laughs> you just want steroids in baseball? Bring back steroids. Duke Nukem is the villain of this book, then, if that's your <laughs> argument. I mean, maybe he probably wouldn't give a shit about baseball. Like, But he, he gives a baseball. shit about other aliens using steroids when he uses them to fight them. Is he admitting that he's too big of a fucking cowardly pussy to fight aliens without <laughs> steroids i guess he is yeah duke nukem you've lost you've, you've lost me <laughs> fuck you is this why he didn't get he the other thing the other problem this isn't the best written duke book because at one point duke says friggin which is weird for him to say frig instead of just fuck because he's cool like just say fuck i mean he's like randy from the trailer park boys i don't like swearing 
there's like a guy on YouTube that my brother and I watched a while ago. He just does like Duke impressions where he says, um, you know, things that Duke wouldn't normally say. Like <laughs> talking about like how long it takes him at the uh, at airport security because of his combat boots. <laughs> Just like unlace and because of his vest of uh yeah <laughs> no it's just like yeah it's the problem is he has to unlace and relace his combat boots when he goes through the security line at the airport so that's his problem but yeah he just says like lots of funny things like gay stuff and it's it's great i like that guy i like to picture that duke wears flip-flops on days he's flying he wears combat he seems boots. Like, he he seems like a planner. Like he probably packs the combat boots in his checked bag. I don't imagine him wearing flip flops. I think he's just a combat boots all the time guy. Is he not wearing flip flops on the on on the Hawaii vacation? Oh man, I wonder if he was. I bet he was wearing combat boots. Who the fuck wears combat boots to the beach? <laughs> Duke Nukem. He's not. He's not like a a thirteen year old like goth emo girl but he's cool though like he's always ready like, for combat action boots aren't cool combat boots are pretty awesome when duke are wears they? them i need to look for duke nukem at the beach <laughs> you know my phone actually um auto corrects duke nukem like if i spell it wrong or if i don't oh. capitalize it <laughs> does your phone do that is it just not me? for duke nukem fuck man oh yeah he's wearing combat boots on the beach you better oh, believe Jesus. it. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. He's wearing like jeans and combat boots and a camo um, tank top instead of his red tank top. I don't. I know remember why. the camo tank top. Yeah, that looked yeah. fun. <laughs> That's how you know he's on vacation. Why doesn't he wear like a Hawaiian shirt tank top? That would one that just has a goofy awesome. pattern. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Man, how you're not wearing shorts at the beach though? That's crazy. Oh, I like how all the girls like. We're fighting over who gets Duke his next beer. I think that was on the beach too. He has like three girls like, no, I'm getting his next beer. And he's like, don't worry, ladies, you can all have your turn to get me a beer. So awesome. Yeah. Um, And then someone's telling a story about him giving a speech at the White House. And there's like a security guy that was checking him. And, uh, you know, after he unlaced his combat boots and uh, he's, beaten up the security guy so the security guy's like doubled over and in, in, over in pain behind him he's like better not try to touch my junk so i like that part too how he got mad at the security guy for touching his dick it's during that story when uh he got angry about the other people using steroids besides just himself <laughs> yeah this is where he lost me that's my superpower is steroids I just like that he he wants to be like the only one using steroids. I think that's very funny. It's just selfish. He doesn't want to share his steroids. He's ruining the game of baseball. <laughs> By taking away all the steroids. If we can't all hit home runs, only you can. It's not fun. Yeah. He's like he's basically Alex Rodriguez, is what Duke Nukem is. <laughs> no, he's more like um that one guy who did all the steroids and it was a Alex, big problem. Yeah, Alex Rodriguez. Oh, is that him? Wait, there was another guy, wasn't there? Mark McGuire. I mean, there were, there was were it Mark McGuire? thousands of guys that did all the steroids. Who was steroids? the one that was really famous and had to like go to schools and talk about how bad steroids are? It was like Mark McGuire, right? Is that the one? 
he's one of them. Okay. I'm thinking of one specifically who had, who was like in the news for like a year. Anyway, that's funny. Duke should play baseball. He's not athletic enough. He's too <laughs> he's too bulky, man. He's not gonna be able to swing and catch up to high heat with those like gigantic shoulders. Well, he's he'd seem to be athletic enough with the smart sharks and the aliens. Like he's jumping around, he's running fast and catching stuff mid like catching guns midair. I think he could do it. Run around in his combat boots. Where would you play him defensively? He's going to have to DH only, I think. There's no way he's going to be in the outfield or like middle infield. Probably have him pitch. He seems like he's good at throwing stuff at aliens and sharks. So he could probably do it with the ball. I mean, it's not all about just having speed. You have to have a breaking ball to like throw people off your fastball. If they're only sitting dead right on your fastball, you're just going to get fucking murdered. You'll be demoted instantly if all you can throw is like high 90s, 100 mile per hour heaters. You have to have a lot of movement on it and you have to have some deception to your game too. Yeah, like, you know, he doesn't he'll seem have... like he seems like the kind of dude who would be like, I could throw a curveball to get you off my fastball, but I'm Duke fucking Nukem, so I'm only going to throw the fastball because I'm going <laughs> to assume I can throw it by everyone in the fucking world. And then he's going to face like a Mike Trout and a Shohei Otani, like an Angels lineup. And they're just going to fucking sit on that dead red and tee off all game long. He'll go like maybe a third of a fucking inning if he gets lucky. And he'll his, his stat line at the end of the game will be like a third of an inning. 88 pitches. No manager would actually let him throw 88 pitches if they would struggle that bad. But like he'll get tattooed for like 15 earned runs. On like 20 hits. Like it'll just be pathetic. If he's pitching though, he'll have all these ball innuendos to distract the, the batter, right? Just say, look at No my one else in the world ball. is going to laugh at these jokes except for himself. <laughs> well, so what? He'll just like <laughs> shout it across the. To the <laughs> he's going to gonna the be the only one chuckling at this shit. And then they're just going to still tattoo him and be like, yeah, juggle those balls, Duke. He's like, I will juggle those balls. I'll juggle your balls. I think this is. I think this episode <laughs> deserves a sports drop for. Yeah, this is a lot of sports talk. What the fuck? This, this is a record-breaking amount of sports talk for you. It's, just, it's a lot of uh, Duke Nukem sports talk time. Take me out to the sports game. Take me out with the sports. Buy me some sports talk and Cracker Jack. I don't care if I never sports talk. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. Okay. Anything else about Duke Nukem? At the very beginning, he's going to that first strip club and they have a sign and he goes, Oh, they've got the three B's beer, babes, and boobs. Forgot about that. Three B's. Yeah. That's all you need. That's true. Although, I mean, you don't need the third B if you've got babes. I, I, think it should be heavily implied that there will be boobs there there are women around that's true yeah or just fat dudes like you don't need that third one that's just repetitive you can cut that down to two b's nice rule of threes like you got to have three for it to sound cool yeah read it it's good it's uh if you like duke nukem you'll like this book too speaking of uh franchises speaking of smart sharks yeah right they didn't have a shark here, did they? 
They didn't have a shark, but they had the stingray they fucking and metal crab. cyborg guy. Yeah. Fuck these comic book shows. I mean, you didn't bust out the transition horn for mine. Mine was way better than yours. There we go. Fuck yeah. That's the <laughs> approval I was jonesing for. All right. Um, yeah, Beast Wars. What'd you think of this? I immediately remembered why I never watched this show and never got into it and hated it, kind of. Why? It's because that fucking animation. I fucking hated that. What? It's futuristic CGI. State <laughs> of the art. Yeah, it's for 1995 or whatever. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. great. I remember thinking that was so bad looking. It is weird. Um, they really should bring this back and like update the graphics. Like use um make it look like PlayStation 5 graphics and then it'd be a lot more watchable. Cause like they have a lot of like weird stuff going on in the show and it's it's a lot of fun. There's a lot of like they 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 like kill characters all the time. It's awesome. It's great. Like I watched the uh the last episode two and I, of the um predacons the only survivor is megatron and waspinator and like all the other ones die somehow it's awesome they, they're they just like murdering characters in this kid's show that's kind of awesome yeah i do like that oh and also i found out that beast wars did come back in a way in like a netflix show called war for cybertron have you seen that no Apparently the Transformers cross over with Beast Wars at some point, so I'll have to might have How to does check that, that work out. when like they're all two different or they're all each uh uh Transformer and a Beast War character though? No, they're they're not the same. Like Megatron in this is not the same as Megatron in Transformers. He just took Megatron's name because he thought it sounded cool. Wait, really? Yeah, because he's like talking about his namesake and shit in the show. So he like named himself after Megatron, the gun transformer guy. That's fucking weird. Yeah, it's a really weird show. This show is very Why weird. would wait? So they do that with Optimus as well? Like that's not Optimus Prime? No, that's Optimus Primal. So he's like, I don't know why his name is Optimus too, but um, it's not Optimus Prime. In fact, like you saw how um, Optimus Primal is like a big airplane guy who's kind of like not really a gorilla at all, right? That confused me. So like I thought he was supposed to be a monkey because he was in the comic books that we read. But in this, every single character can fly even if they're flightless animals. That confused the fuck out of me. No, yeah, I really like the late season stuff in Beast Wars because like, at first it's like yeah we're animals and like yeah i look just i can hide in the jungle because i'm a gorilla or i'm a cheetah or something but then like they they came out with a new toy toy line called transmetals and they all just get like robotic beast forms i i really like the transmetal things and then like later on they have transmetal 2 which is just like you have like some sort of weird like metal and realistic animal hybrid like Cheetor gets it first and he's like, can't control his beast form. So he's just acting like a cheetah and he can't remember who he is and shit. It's really weird. The show, they have a lot of shit going on, but it's all to introduce like cool toy lines. Smart marketing right there. Yeah, it is. I'm into it. I like it, but yeah. So Optimus primal 
he merges with Optimus Prime Spark, and that's why he becomes that like big airplane gorilla, like not really gorilla at all thing. Okay, because that was really confusing me when I saw that. Yeah, they they change forms a lot. Megatron also he's a metal T Rex in the episode we watched, but then later he becomes like a a dragon thing because I think he fuses with the original Megatron spark, just like Optimus Primal did. And then he becomes like a big dragon thing. It's cool. I remember when we read the, was that two weeks ago that we read the book? Yeah. Something like that. I remember asking you about like star screen there. And you told me that they would like occasionally like bring in new characters by like just having them crash land like this. I'm glad we watched an episode where that exactly that exact thing happened with whoever that fucking stingray guy was. Actually, that's a different thing. Death that dude Trapper just, or something. Uh, Depth Charge was his name. But no, he he actually just flew from Cybertron. He wasn't like in orbit, uh, like like usual. He just flew from Cybertron and somehow found them. He somehow traveled like through time to get there, and crash landed. So he he is a he's a unique case. But yeah, it's something like that happens. Because, like, normally it's a race for the Maximal and Predacons to get there first so they can, like, reprogram the whatever fell out of the, out of the, in the pods to their faction. So that's why it's such a race. A lot of crazy stuff. Wait, so when someone crash lands, whoever gets to them first, that's what team they join? It's not, they're not specifically already assigned to one group, good or bad? Well, they, they should be assigned to Maximals, but they had to release them before their programming was complete or whatever. So yeah, it's always a race to see who gets there first. So you can program them to follow whatever faction you are. Oh, that's like the resource missions in uh, far cry. Yeah. They'll just I guess. Like, get parachuted out of a helicopter and you just have to race to them and get there and claim them first before the bad guys. Right. I've been making some nice progress on that game lately. Oh, good. Yeah. Gotta, gotta get through that one. Anyway, about this episode specifically, Deep Metal. So we have Optimus Primal, who turns into the like airplane form. And I like how he's talking to Rhinox in the in their base. And he just does the dramatic, like, all right, vehicle mode. And then he turns into the airplane. And then he just like does the slowest like fly out because he's still indoors, right? So like, but he's just like hovering slowly toward the exit instead of like just walking there and then transforming when he gets outside. Because I get not wanting to fly inside but like yeah, just you wait till you make get a mess the... for the underlings to clean yeah. up he's being respectful he is very respectful but like you could just walk out and it'd be a lot less awkward i don't know why they like stayed on that shot for so long it's <laughs> really funny and then like rampage is a big crab who has beef with depth charge and i like how when depth charge is looking for rampage and he's like oh man i don't see him but the scanner says he's right here and just there's like this big obvious like huge purple claw like in the tall grass like sticking out it's like how do you not see that huge purple claw <laughs> it's so obvious it's like yeah. no camouflage at all it's like a stark contrast in color it sticks out like it does sore thumb yeah he, he has the most unnatural color ever rampage it's like you should be able to spot him from a mile away but yeah things move a lot slower in the show than i remember um like just just like it should take them like five minutes to get from A to B, but it, it takes them like 10 minutes. Like it's not, it's not like Dragon Ball Z slow. It's just like a little bit slow, but I enjoyed it. I watched a bunch of episodes. 
Oh man, I watched an episode later where those floating head things came back in. I had no memory of the floating head things, but fucking there they were. Really? Yeah, it was weird. I, I don't even understand their role in the whole thing. There's a lot of shit going on in Beast Wars. It's crazy. I mean, you're going to have to start, sit down one day and go I know. from start to end. I know. I got to start from the beginning and like just go through it because there's like, there's like a lot of stuff I'm expected to have remembered. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about. Oh man, they like the the alien people, they take two characters that died. The there's a tiger one and a hawk one that died sometime earlier. And they were like dating, so they're like holding hands in their spiritual like uh astral plane form. And they're like, All right, we're gonna take their uh essence and make a new robot that we're gonna control to like kill Megatron, the floating head guys. And so like they make like this cool like tiger robot with uh with hawk wings and then they go down there and then something fucks up and then like the original tiger bot like gets to live again. And then he's only alive for one episode and he's like killed immediately in the next episode. It's really weird. Like he had this big dramatic <laughs> really like fucking out there introduction and then the, like the next episode was was a, the two part finale start so then just the next episode he just immediately dies it's really fucking weird what a payoff i know it's just <laughs> like what the fuck but yeah it's awesome i love this show but but at least they could make a, a new toy with a slate i bought that variation toy. probably no no this is a whole new one it was like a metal tiger mixed with uh bird yeah but didn't you say the tiger itself came back they just changed the well, painting no, no, on he, that one a little bit? No, the tiger came back, but he's in control of this new body. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't see any of them this episode with uh, like the animal head on their chest plates, like in the book. They're beyond that, that a, a lot of them. Yeah. They had a girl on the team, the Manimal, Maximals, dude. I don't yeah, know what the, she uh, turns into. She was just controlling like a booby trap of a rock. Yeah, that's a spider. She also defected from the Predacons, too. The spider one. I remember that. It's way too much flip-flopping teams on this. Just just the two. That's it. Just two of them. So was she the one that Rampage and the little insect guy were there trying to get? Because they said they were going after the traitor. Oh, um... Fuck. Before he saw the other guy fall from the sky, or before he sensed that, like he was there with the whatever the little it was maybe a lightning bug or something I don't know what the fuck that thing was a bee was it, it must be was the that waspinator yeah it must be waspinator no it wasn't the wasp because he was back no. at the base okay shit I can't remember he was like a little red bug whatever the oh fuck he was. yeah that's a uh, inferno he's a fire ant guy okay so that guy was like giving him orders he's like I'm gonna go and start shooting. And then when uh, Optimus comes out, you attack him and surprise him. Oh, yeah. And then he got distracted because he saw Death Trap, Death, whatever, Stingray Death guy charge. come yeah. get sense on his screen. Right. And he walked away. And then the lady spider, she just pressed a button on the computer and it dropped a giant rock from a, a hanging right, yeah. vine. I remember now. Yeah, she is the traitor. Yeah, that's who they're talking about. See, it's like a lot of shit. Like you have to remember, you can't just like watch in the middle. You got to like start from the beginning. And so you know what the fuck is going on in the show. It's very serialized for like a kid's cartoon. 
So you're going to start from the beginning? Sure. I'll, I'll watch that relaunch whenever that comes out with the better animation. It's already out, apparently. It's like season three of War for Cybertron. All right, I'll check it out on Netflix. I'm, I'm going to check it out, too. I want to see how the better animation... Wait, it's a series? It's not a movie? No, it's a series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we'll watch one of those next week. Oh, yeah, we should. Yeah, let's just watch... Uh... I don't know. Episode we'll, one. We'll pick one. All right. Did you already watch season three? No, I didn't watch any of it. Do season three, episode one. I want to skip right to the Beast Wars stuff. I don't care about the car stuff. Oh, the Beast Wars don't join until season three? Yeah. Weird. It is weird. Yeah. All right, cool. I guess that's what we're doing next week then. Cool. What do you want to read for next week then? I guess we'll go with Billy Ray Cyrus next week. Oh, all right. I skipped it. I'll push it back. Yeah. The Onyx. All right, Billy Ray Cyrus. Cool. I'm going to pick Nonstop Spider-Man. It's like a new trade that came out, and the description hooked me. So this this is how the description goes. Buckle up, Tiger. Get ready for the most action-packed, pulse-pounding, adrenaline-pumping comic of all time. Once you read page one, panel one, Spider-Man just does non just does not stop. And then it goes on and on with like all these really uh powerful words action unbelievable uh action adventure yeah fun right all these things intrigue <laughs> the clock is ticking it says that too oh. so yeah it's gonna be there's something going i want to see what's going on there did you see that cast the lady to play madam webb and like upcoming oh cool something spider-man movies I, wow it's that girl from uh those 50 shades movies oh okay cool yeah so join us next week for i have no idea those. what upcoming spider-man movie there is that they've I already hope. cast her in for though i mean they're doing all kinds of they don't they already did the multiverse stuff it's like really what else can they do crazier than that well yeah but I, i'm saying i don't think they've already got like a, a upcoming spider-man follow-up that they're working on so like i don't know what movie she's gonna be in as madam web yeah i don't know either because it's not, I don't think it's the Spider-Verse 2. It's not an animated part. I think it's like a live action one. I'll stay tuned for that then. When does that new one come out? The new Spider-Verse? Not sure. Oh, I saw Morbius comes out in April, finally. I thought it got, yeah, it got pushed back again, I thought. Oh, did it? I, to I April. Know, then. Or oh, from something April? like that. I, don't I have no idea I what's going released, on with that. I saw they released like a new poster for it, though. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. It said April 1st on it. Oh, wait, that's April Fool's Day. So, okay, never mind. Oh, that can't be. So, now I don't know what to think. Maybe we'll find out next week, which is when you guys should tune in next time. So, in the meantime, follow me on the internet at Donnie Ohm. At DC the God. Follow us at Giraffes HBT Pod on Facebook and Twitter, soundcloud.com slash DJ Von Mir for the music and patreon.com slash giraffes have black tongues. See you next week. Bye.
the Onyx isn't coming through, but uh, they just announced Nine Inch Nails are coming to Blossom this summer. Oh, weird. That's insanely weird, but yeah, that'll be cool. I didn't know Nine Inch Nails still did stuff. I didn't know they still toured. Yeah, yeah, let alone tour. Like, I think Trent Reznor just makes music for movie soundtracks nowadays. He's going to play some of that. Fucking Grammys and Emmys for doing it. Maybe he'll play some of that at his concert. Yeah, I hope he just plays like whatever (laughs) from like, I don't even know what movies he works on. Ambient sounds and shit. Yeah, I hope he does that. That'll be awesome. Yeah. And then follows it up with Head Like a Hole. (laughs) Yeah, I would like that. Somber music to get you into a scene and then fuck you like an animal. All right, I'm going to stop it there because I'm starving. Working in the office is fucking me up. I mean, what time's your lunch? Can you not bring some snacks? I should just bring snacks for the middle of the day. I'm going to start doing it. Fuck yeah, man. Yeah. Do you have your own office space where you can take your mask off and enjoy your snacks? Yeah, I have a cubicle. I don't wear my mask in my cubicle. Well, then there you go. What the fuck you... Why are you not doing this already? It's just... It's not a convenient location. I need like something with snacks nearby or just bring snacks. Well, snacks should be in your pocket or your lunch bag. Yeah, they should. Just kind of in the middle of the nowhere. It's a very industrial area. There's just a Hardee's and that's it, which is weird. Hardee's? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know they were still. I didn't yeah, know those Hardee's were still around. Right? In like, yeah, there is. They're still there. It's open. I, know. I haven't. Wow. Yeah, it's weird. That's the only thing nearby like across the street and then the rest is like factories and warehouses and office space hardy's oh wait no no i'm thinking of something else but how was it did you get some hardy's no not yet Maybe i haven't had next it week. I'll try it. time i haven't either it's probably been decades i'll try it next week and let you know this week's episode brought to you by hardy's yeah hardy's get one the new more location western cheeseburger sandwich that they're paying us to tell you is delicious yeah Hardee's, there's still one more. Hardee's, it still exists. (laughs) Who knew? Yeah.